Hello, my name is Eileen, and I am the host of the Along Came Bitcoin podcast. I am here to have conversations with women in and around the Bitcoin space and to learn from their experiences. Welcome to the conversation. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Camilla Campton. She is a young woman who migrated from Colombia with her mother years ago, seeking the American dream and has ultimately found herself down the famous Bitcoin rabbit hole. In the last six months, she has had quite an experience leading to a career change and joining the SWAN team as social media manager. But hearing her story and her energy around Bitcoin is pretty exciting. So I'm excited to share this story with you today. Hello. Hi, how are you? You, Camilla, introduce yourself to everyone that we're speaking with today and tell a little bit about your background, where you're from. Absolutely. So my name is Camilla Campton. I am currently social media manager at Swan Bitcoin. Um, My background is that I'm a Colombian immigrant. I came to this country at a very young age, did the whole college thing, graduated with human communications uh, back in 2017. And I've been working with branding and media agencies before I worked at Swan Bitcoin. So that's just a little bit about me. So where did you go to school? I went to University of Central Florida. Oh, okay. All right. In Orlando. Yeah. Great. That's fantastic. And then um, I guess from my, just from my knowledge, did you, you said you came from Columbia. How old were you when you are you, did you move here when you were younger? Yeah, okay. I was I was six. I was six okay. years old. So my mom, being a very young mom <laughs> during that moment, she was just looking for better opportunities. She was a single mom. And so she came here. And then a year later, I, I moved with her. And honestly, probably one of the best decisions she could have ever made for both of us, um, just because you do find greater opportunities here in America and you're looking for that American dream. Um, but yeah, I feel like in our conversation, we're probably going to dig deeper into why that American dream is not what it seems anymore and why Bitcoin is is so important. Yeah. So you're going to school, you graduate, you're started working for some companies, I would imagine. Um, Mm-hmm. At what point, how did you find yourself caught up, you know, what point did Bitcoin come along for you in, in your life? Is it new to yeah. you or have you been around since, you know, 2015 or I'm not sure when you came <laughs> I, into it? I wish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually just uh, six months in into my Bitcoin journey. Um, oddly enough, it was my husband that orange pilled me. Um, we got married last July, uh, moved out here to Denver because of his job. I had no idea what I was going to do. And I had no idea that he was into Bitcoin while we were dating. He very, he kept it very hush hush. But So how long had he been into Bitcoin before you realized that? He hadn't known about it since around 2017, I believe. Didn't really pay much attention. But when everything happened around COVID... Um, he started to do a little more research of what was going on, taking a step back, uh, reading books and 
got himself down the rabbit hole without me. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) So did you see a difference in him when he started going down that rabbit hole? Were you like, what's going on over there? No, he was actually super, super quiet, kept super quiet about it. It wasn't until we actually lived together that I started to realize how big it was in his life. He wakes up, listens to podcasts, Bitcoin podcasts. Whenever we would go in car rides, he would be like, hey, is it okay if we listen to a Bitcoin podcast? And I would be like, yes, of course. And I felt like everything would just go over my head because he never really like sat me down to explain to me what Bitcoin was. And I feel like he was very smart in doing that because he probably like wasn't trying to shove it down my throat. You know, he was just kind of like putting a little carrot stick and I would just follow along not really <laughs> knowing what I was listening to and it wasn't until we had Thanksgiving with his family that he was trying to orange pill his family but in the end he just ended up orange pilling me so when you that say whole, if people aren't familiar with that term what does orange pilling mean when you make reference to that orange pill is when you just take that bitcoin pill and you you realize how absolutely amazing it is. You take that pill, you start going down the Bitcoin rabbit hole and there's no turning back. It's like a complete change in, in mindset of, for example, what the monetary system and the history has been like before. You get exposed to the reality of what that has been and what Bitcoin is trying to solve. And so that's kind of like taking the orange pill. You're, you're obsessed with Bitcoin, you love Bitcoin, you start dreaming about Bitcoin. It's it's insane. <laughs> At least that's how it was for me. There was no, there's no way you can get it out of your head. You're just completely stuck with it. So how did you get orange so, pill then? If you were, if you were hearing yeah, so some he of this, just, but you weren't maybe absorbing it as much as he was. Yeah. So he was just having conversations with his parents about you know the monetary system right now fiat is dying, um, that he's trying to look out for his parents to make sure that with everything that's going on, that they're going to be okay, or they're prepared with the best asset. So I just kept hearing him going back and forth with his dad, his dad, maybe not believing it so much and always like pushing him. And I could see that he was very quick with his answers and was very confident. And when I saw that confidence in him, I was like, wow, How come I haven't taken the time to actually dive into this? And I became obsessed. And he actually, um, he took on that trip, the Bitcoin standard, the book with Mm -hmm. him. And so I told myself on on our airplane, on our ride back to home, I'm just going to start reading the book. Like I didn't ask him any questions. I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna take this book. Instead of taking a nap on the airplane, I'm gonna read. And that was amazing for me because it was just like the whole drama of civilization and going back in time of how people actually use money and how money is actually a technology. I was just completely mind blown. And from there I was like, you know what, I'm just going to get involved. I'm going to start going into the Bitcoin Twitter community and just kind of sharing my journey of me going down this rabbit hole and what I discovered. And from there, everything just kind of blew up for me. That's when Swan noticed me doing these very quirky videos about Bitcoin and they absolutely loved it. And they were like, hey, how can we how can we work together? And I've been with them since. That's so, fantastic. Yeah, it's like a lot of things that happen in 
in six months. That was completely life-changing for me, but super grateful as well. I never imagined that learning about Bitcoin would change my life career-wise and just meeting amazing people. It's It's been insane. So, and I have seen you on, on Twitter and I, I saw that you're the, the Bitcoin dinosaur. Where does that come from? Uh, what, is, what is the origin story of that? So it's funny because since I'm so new to the space, obviously um, people like to say, oh, you, you don't know much, like take a seat back. Um, we've been in the space for longer. And ever since I started my journey in Bitcoin, I try to make it very clear that I'm going to focus on Bitcoin and Bitcoin only. Um, just because that's what I believe in, it becomes more of like a fight for freedom. And I think that Bitcoin is the technology that's going to help us with a lot of issues that maybe we can talk about later. So I think people um, from other that like other coins like to call Bitcoiners dinosaurs because we're so antiquated. Bitcoin is so slow. It's an old technology that doesn't catch up with these other projects that are out there. And so they kind of use that as like a little insult to poke at Bitcoiners. And I just embraced it. And I was just like, you know what, fine, I'm going to call myself a Bitcoin dinosaur and I'm proud to say it. And I just like to change my name from time to time <laughs> from the little jabs that people give at me just to poke fun. Like, I don't take anything personal, but at the same time, it's like, you know what, it doesn't matter what you guys say. I'm going to stick to my guns and continue to talk about this technology and this technology only. What about it do you feel like has had the biggest impact on you? I think it's realizing Bitcoin helped me realize the type of world that we live in right now. So I feel like before Bitcoin, I was just kind of in my own little bubble. Um, financially, I thought I was doing great because I was always very disciplined with my money and I would make sure to save a lot of money in my bank account. And to me, I thought I was like super ahead that I was going to be taken care of if I just kept going. And what burst my bubble completely was knowing that there's this thing called inflation. And if you keep your money in a bank account, in a savings account, it's going to lose purchasing power year after year after year. And that to me, that broke my heart because I would think, I thought I was so ahead. And you're telling me that my money is just diminishing? Like, I didn't think that was possible here in America. And I talk about this a lot, like we come from our countries because the situation isn't the best. We, we come to this country thinking that it's all better. And then you realize that right now it, it really isn't. You know, the fiat system, I, I didn't even know about the word fiat <laughs> before Bitcoin. So you start to educate yourself on all of these terms and how the fiat system is essentially failing us. It's, it's robbing us of our time, of our energy, of our dreams, of our aspirations, because you really do start to fall into this kind of rat race where you're just, you know, trying to work, 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 and work, but there's no sense of pride in that because it's never enough. It's never enough. You want to buy a house now. I'm recently married. You want to buy a house now. Houses are extremely expensive. It's like, when are we ever going to achieve that? in this current world, especially when we're, you know, earning dollars and it's depreciating and everything else is just going up in value. Yeah. It just crushes your dreams, really. So to me, it was life-changing to see that there was this technology that was like hope 
to where it's like, you know what? It does respect your time. It does respect what you put out there. And that I'm able to not only able to take care of myself and my husband, but I can think about children now and how they're going to be okay. If I just stick with my guns and huddle something going <laughs> while I get adopted. <laughs> so to me, it's just a very, I'm a long-term thinker. And to me, Bitcoin makes sense. Like this is for the long-term, this is going to, to help us fight for what we want and to be able to dream and not be stuck in this monotone life a fiat world where it's just it's never enough i mean it sounds like you were a saver before so i was going to ask if it's changed the way you consume or the way you buy things or value things even today even more <laughs> even more so like i feel like i was really good before but now even today it's just like do i actually need this um is it worth it? Or can I just stack Satoshis with it? It's very much of like, you know, um, yes, we can spoil ourselves right now, right? We, we have to live life. Um, but are some things worth it? Like, for example, um, my husband and I, since we just moved here, we only have one car. And inside my mind, I would think, you know, maybe I could buy a car for myself too. So I can like go out and stuff. But then you start thinking that's just to spend money. And it's probably, you know, it's just for instant gratification. I'm not going to get out of anything out of it in the future. So to my, so we just said, you know what, it's fine. We'll just use one car. We, we just need one car, really. And we can save that and invest it into more Bitcoin. So just finding ways of how to invest in more Bitcoin um, is, the, is the way to go. Not look for that instant gratification, but think about the future. Mm -hmm. So... Now, what about, yeah. you said your husband was trying to talk to his parents, but it sounds like maybe that has, it hasn't turned out the way he hoped it would, but I'm guessing he's still trying. What about you with your mom? Do you share all your, I'm guessing you guys are pretty close. Have you shared kind of your journey with her and what does she think of it all? Yeah, she, I orange pilled her <laughs> <laughs> also. I felt like it was, it was it was very easy. The conversation was super easy. And me kind of just telling her, like, you know, there's this brand new community. I have this brand new job and talking to her about what Bitcoin is. And I feel like she could really sense my conviction that she was like, yes, of course, I'm going to start investing in it also. So she dollar cost average, just like I do, buy a little bit of Bitcoin every every single day. Um just to make sure that that money's there. We're very, we're very much the same, my mom and I. So she like got it do you, super quickly. Do you think her coming, growing up in Colombia and, and living in that, that space, maybe where the, the government and the economy is a little bit different than it was in the US um, had an impact on, on her perspective of it? Absolutely. I think that, like I said, when you come here, you're looking for better opportunities. Right. And when you start to see that those opportunities aren't as available as people used to think, that's kind of like an alarm. Right. It goes off in your head. And what, what are some of those opportunities that you, you feel that maybe you thought were available that aren't available, that weren't really available? Well, for example, when you come here um, and a lot of immigrants that come here, they come here to work really hard, usually also to contribute back to family that's over there that maybe hasn't been able to, to come here. But then you start to realize that maybe I don't have enough to start sending back. 
And then you start to see like, okay, I made this sacrifice to leave everything behind so that I can just work, 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 work. But I don't see like anything like maybe buying a house that you that you really want, opening a business. Those are the things that people come here for to be able to produce more and to take care of their people. But when you start to see that the cost of everything is also too high here, you you have to start thinking for yourself and kind of leave that initial mission that you have to be able Mm -hmm. to take care of your other people behind and it's really sad because you're ripping apart families you're ripping apart communities because you think you have better opportunities to then realize that am I better off over there like what 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 should I do um but I always believe that this country is full of amazing opportunities um and it's just you start to see with the whole pandemic and stuff that is it's, it seems like it starts going downhill and that everything is not as achievable anymore, um, which is which is really scary. Mm-hmm. You put all of these years into working, right? Um, a lot of people come here, they lose their legal status. So that also brings the fear of, I hope I don't get caught because then I'll get deported. So it's just like a very tough journey that you have to go through when you, when you come here as an immigrant. And it's just like, it was it all worth it with the way we're currently living right now? Um, and is there any way that I can help my family back home? Those are like the very big questions. So do you feel that you're able to do that now that you're in kind of viewing things through a different lens than you previously did? Do you feel that there's more opportunity for you to kind of have that dream and provide back for your family that's not here? Yeah. What I think it's beautiful is that they can start, they can start acquiring some of that freedom, even if they're in Colombia. They don't have to travel here. If they were to start investing some of their salary in Bitcoin in Colombia, they're also generating wealth there. And that's the beautiful thing about Bitcoin is that it has no boundaries. It's not like this is just for Americans only and that's it. It's for every single person around the world that wants to start taking that freedom back with their money and just start educating themselves more of how can I protect myself, especially now, because Colombia is going through a really tough situation where people are in the streets protesting tax reforms that are completely insane by the government. And sometimes you try to protest, but what's the best way to protest? And I think the biggest way to protest right now is with Bitcoin, just start opting out of the fiat system, putting your money into Bitcoin. And if you ever do have to flee the country because it's a very extreme, it's a very extreme situation where you feel like you can't be there, you're not safe there anymore, you can just take your Bitcoin with you and go elsewhere. Um, So it's kind of like that freedom of being able to think of different situations and trying to protect yourself from those situations. How can you prepare yourself for any situation that can come to where you're going to be okay and your family is going to be okay Mm -hmm. so I would just say right now Bitcoin is the best thing because yes I'm I'm investing in myself but I can also share this message with my family hopefully they listen (laughs) right and they can start doing the same the same for themselves doesn't matter where they are have you been able to do that to share it with your family and in Colombia um my family members are they don't really trust they, I feel like they still think that it's like a Ponzi scheme of some sort. They don't really want to pay attention to it or they say that they just don't have the time. Mm-hmm. Um, 
which is which is understandable because with the people that work over there they they don't have time to think of the future all they can think about is like do I have enough for today and will I have enough for tomorrow so it's just like another different type of battlefield than the one that that we have here mm -hmm. But I'm definitely hoping, like I, I gave them books in Spanish that they can read if they want to, to get themselves educated. But it's it's still an ongoing battle with them to try to orange pill them. Um, yeah, and I've, I have heard people say that there's not enough literature in, outside of the English language for um, for some other you know communities to be able to do their own education and their own research and come to their own conclusions about um, investing or being part of Bitcoin space. Do you have, or do you have any ideas yeah, I, for how that could, you know, be better handled or managed or, you know? I think it's just empowering the people that maybe know both languages to where they can help translate some of the literature. And I do have some friends um, within the community that are doing that and they do an amazing job. I think it's just more of taking the initiative. Um, if you have the conviction that you think this can make a huge impact in the Latin American communities and for Spanish speakers, like just take a little bit of your time to try to translate these pieces so that you can share with your family and close friends, you know, like we, we have to use what we have. Mm -hmm. I feel like we're very spoiled in the English speaking community. There's so much amazing information, so many brilliant minds that share this message. If that's there, let's just translate it. Yeah, we probably take <laughs> it for granted, that's it. for sure. Yeah, we, I feel like we, we really do. And there's so much mm -hmm. when you dive into this rabbit hole is everyone's just like, oh my goodness, where do I start? Um, and it's just coming together as a community to to kind of create these guides to help people come in. And we do have um, a very awesome group of Spanish speakers that I met them through Clubhouse, um, just talking about Bitcoin. And we got together, we have like this Telegram group where everyone's sharing articles, videos, news to kind of get ourselves informed um, because we wanna be able to share this. I feel like it makes, it makes a great impact here in America, yes, but it's gonna make an even greater impact in these underdeveloped countries that are really struggling to find a solution to, to their problems, to poverty. Um, this is a way for them to really progress if they, if they embrace it. One of the things that you had commented on that um, I think I found to, to be true for some people is, um, and you said this early on that, you know, your, your husband was, involved in Bitcoin and he was invested in Bitcoin and you, you didn't really understand it or you, you I don't know, weren't maybe focused on it as much, but then it's at some point it kind of clicked that you wanted to learn more. Uh, that's one of the things that I think is important for more women to become knowledgeable in and around the Bitcoin space for their, for themselves so that they understand what it is as a asset or currency, however you wanted to look at it. Um, store of value for future wealth to be able to um, have, you know, the, the kind of the peace of mind, but also that empowerment that comes with having control over your own money, your own finances, and what a difference that can make for you as a woman. And I was just curious as to how you have felt since it sounds to me like you were already in that position in that you were, you know, saving, managing your money, but 
I'm guessing you've taken it to another level now that you're. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is definitely empowering because if you're an outsider looking into the community, you're going to see that it's very male dominated. Um, and so that can be really intimidating as a woman coming in. Mm -hmm. um, but that's the beautiful thing is that it doesn't, Bitcoin doesn't care if you're a male or female, you can use it and that can empower you. And I think it's really empowering for women to educate themselves on subjects that can change their life drastically. You know, how can you not have time for something that can completely turn your, your life around? And you're going to feel good to, to be a part of something bigger than yourself, right? Um, as a woman, yes, I love, I love knowing that <laughs> I have wealth accumulating and for me personally I know every woman has different missions in their life for me I want to be a mom someday I want to be able to to take care of kids and raise bitcoin babies and just know that I have a wealth there that is it's growing that is going to help take care of me and my babies god forgive some something happens to my husband where I'm left alone with my kids that I have a way and knowledge to to keep going that money is never going to be an issue that's specifically my goal and I think women if they're in a relationship with their husbands I think women should be involved <laughs> in the finances mm -hmm. um, it's, it's a whole bunch of teamwork and we give each other different perspectives male and female um, but it's always good to know it's always good to know and that you can contribute into the conversation and that you can help build this together with your partner if you have one so I encourage more women to come into the space to not feel intimidated everyone's super nice mm -hmm. once they they see your true intention um, and just use your use your brain your beauty your smarts and just put it into put it out there because people are going to to appreciate it and the more you work in it the more respect you're going to get and the more knowledge you're going to get who cares what people think right. it's about what's inside of your head and inside of your heart um there's no judgment in that and it's definitely really cool to see other females in the space as well um i don't know i feel like we just connect I agree. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it just clicks it just clicks and we can talk about anything and there's no judgment it's amazing when you're with the guys you're just like i just feel like another one of the dudes right now i can't really <laughs> can't really talk about everything i want to talk about so you're at Swan um, now how is that working there i mean that was do you i assume you guys are probably virtual i don't know um you know how how big's your team what's, what's that that whole experience been like for the you? team is actually the team is the team is great. Everyone at Swan is great, and the reason why I joined them also was because I felt like my ethics aligned so well with them, with what they want to do, with this. Just they love to focus on education on Bitcoin and just making it easy for people to buy Bitcoin if they want to buy Bitcoin. Um, that aligned with me amazingly. I love. I just love everything they do, and it feels. I feel honored to be a part of it. The team is like all over the world. We have people in New Zealand and Europe, uh, people here all over in the United States, which is really great. And to see that we're still so connected, even though we haven't seen each other in person, is it's a very unique, unique feeling. Um, 
and they're really open to just letting me be creative and just open to ideas, which is which is great. I feel like I'm contributing to a very important part in Bitcoin history. Um, and I'm just super proud to be to be a swan. I fell in love with them ever since I I got into the the Bitcoin rabbit hole. And when they reached out, I was fangirling, not gonna lie. Super nervous to meet some of these guys. <laughs> but everyone was was just everyone is just so kind, so sweet, so focused on trying to bring the best experience and how we can improve and how we can just grow as a, as a community. So I absolutely love that. That's wonderful. I'm so excited for the conference. Are you going to the conference? Yes. Yes. I will be there. Yay. (laughs) So you definitely have to meet us because we've been working hard to create a, a fun experience for all of the Swan fans. So what are you doing for that? So what are you doing for the conference? What are some of the things you're trying to do to create your community? So we're actually, yeah, we're not gonna have, um, we're gonna have a dome. So it's gonna be one of the domes that's gonna be outside. Um, And inside we're going to be broadcasting live throughout the whole conference. We're gonna have some speakers come in and do like small little segments. For our Swan Force members, we do have some goodies for them, some surprises for them. So what are Swan Force members for people who may not be familiar with that? Yeah, so Swan Force members are people that basically create their own referral link through swanbitcoin.com slash enlist. Anyone can become a Swan Force member. It doesn't matter if you're a huge influencer or if you're a stay-at-home mom, anyone can create this referral link. And what happens is that every time you refer someone to start using Swan as a service, uh, you get to stack some Bitcoin because some of the fees go to you. Kind of as like saying, thank you so much for spreading the word. Here's like a little way for you to stack some extra sats which is absolutely amazing. And you can be in any part of the world. You don't necessarily have to be a client either. Um, Since we, yeah. So anyone can join. Um, So for our Swan Force members, we do have a a bit of like a a gesture of thank you so much for being part of the Swan Force army club, uh, whatever you want to call it. Um, We're going to have some things that you can take pictures with. Uh, We're doing some interviews um, uh, for Bitcoiners because we really want to emphasize the whole message that Bitcoin is for everyone. So we are really interested in hearing other people's Bitcoin stories and why they Bitcoin. And I just feel like the energy there is gonna be so insane. Um, that we're going to be getting amazing responses and just getting to meet everyone. I'm so excited to get out of my apartment so I can (laughs) meet everyone else. And I I told everyone on Twitter, like, you know, if you want to high five me, high five me, give me a hug. Like, I just need this human connection so badly. And when it comes from Bitcoiners, I feel like it's extra special. So (laughs) super excited to meet everyone. I saw some friends last night um, for dinner and I went to to say goodbye and my one friend went to go fist bump I went to fist bump and then he turned into a high five we did this awkward I'm like oh we, we're not used to being out and socializing we got to work on this so. yeah it's like you have to relearn yes. all of these things over again but there's honestly there's nothing that beats human connection and just like that human warmth um and I'm excited to have some of that back yeah I and I know I'll you. get it in my I agree with yeah. you so what is uh, swan 
you know, obviously it's a, a, an exchange where you can buy, but you're Bitcoin only, correct? And mm-hmm. um, what either uh, you mentioned the educational aspect that is a big part of SWAN. What are some of the other um, things that SWAN offers people that are trying to learn more about Bitcoin and grow their knowledge and their education? Yeah. So we do offer a free book, one of the best books that is an introduction to Bitcoin. And the author is actually our co-founder, Jan Pritzker. Um, He wrote the book, Inventing Bitcoin. Um, And so we give that free to anyone. If you go to swampbitcoin.com slash free book, you can get it in some PDF audiobook version as well. So we really like to give that because it's it's just a great introduction. You don't need to be super technical in order to understand it, but he covers like all aspects that you want to understand when you're starting out with Bitcoin. Um, We also have a YouTube channel called uh, Swan Signal, and we do various shows there. Um, Some of them are more, definitely more in depth, um, where we try to get amazing speakers like Robert Breedlove has been on the show, Michael Saylor has been on the show, uh, Lynn Alden, Preston Pitch. I I really appreciate Lynn's, uh, she's one of the people that I follow because of her, just the way she looks at the macro markets and explains them and I have an engineering background too, and so does she, and it's the way she takes this very technical information and then translates it into the average person's language so the, you can understand. Like for it. me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm like, I never studied finance. I don't know all the background, but she she literally gives you the whole history. And then I walk, every time I read one of our articles, which are not short, but I walk away feeling like, I'm smarter than when I started reading this article because I now understand the history behind maybe the oil industry or the petrodollar or inflation was her latest one. And uh, the way she really breaks down the history in this country of of inflation and, you know, the repeat of the 1940s, I'm like, okay, this, this is good information. I have. Yeah, she's, she's brilliant. She's absolutely brilliant. And those are the types of guests that we want to have on our show so that when people watch it, they get this like amazing content in just one place where you have these deep discussions. Um, and then we have another show where, which is kind of more relaxed, which is every Friday called Swan Lounge. And we try to pair other amazing speakers. It's not as like serious and technical. We have our laughs and stuff um, where we have Max and Stacy, and um, just other amazing people where we drive on different topics. We've talked about energy FUD, which I know is very popular <laughs> today. Uh, just trying to bust those myths. Um, we, we talk about everything. So very very oriented on the educational aspect. And I think it's a brilliant business model as well if we wanna talk about it that way, because the more you educate people on Bitcoin, the more conviction they get and the more they're going to want to buy. So (laughs) it's so much easier to get customers when you're educating them first, Mm -hmm. they realize how amazing this is. And then you, you have a customer for life because they're going to want to keep buying Bitcoin. So education is just, just super important. Anyone has access to all of these resources and we're going to be um, coming out with other uh, free books for our, for everyone as well. 
just to kind of like get them into that proper introduction to the Bitcoin rabbit hole, because that's something that I'm super thankful for. I'm thankful that these companies like Swan, um, like Bitcoin Magazine, have put out such amazing content that a newcomer can come in and not have to get wrecked, like they say in other projects, because they didn't understand them. I think that it's super important to try to understand Bitcoin first. And then if you want to wander off and look into other projects, that's on you. Right. But I've heard that everyone comes back to Bitcoin in the end. So, so if, you, if someone's coming into Bitcoin for the first time and they're trying to understand it, what would you direct them to as kind of the, the starting points for them to get the basics of Bitcoin? So... Number one, that book I talked about earlier, Investing Bitcoin by Jan Pritzker. Um, easy, easy to digest content. Um, my second favorite, because it's what happened to me, The Bitcoin Standard by Saifedean. It's also an amazing introduction to understand the whole history of money, money as a technology and why he talks about Bitcoin at the very end. He doesn't talk about Bitcoin in the beginning, which I think is brilliant. He introduces Bitcoin as a solution at the very end of the book. And that just keeps you wanting to learn more. And then just join the Bitcoin community on Twitter. Um, if you have Twitter, yes, it can be sometimes a little off-putting <laughs> and a little toxic. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that needs to come with a warning. <laughs> Exactly, which is why it comes with a warning, but it is truly an amazing community that's just super passionate. Um, and this is this is a place where you get to connect with people that you never knew you could connect with, right? So if you want to connect with the people that are in our shows, for example, Lynn, Robert Breedlove, Michael Saylor, like these people are always having conversations. You tag them and they'll like either like your post or answer questions. So it's also a great place to like try to contact these people um, and just start building relationships. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's that's a very strong way. If you build community and you feel supported and you feel like you're not crazy because you're not the only one that thinks a certain way, um, I think it's also super helpful. And I try to be like that welcoming voice as well on Twitter. Um, yes, I like, I'll write stuff that maybe a little, a little toxic, but anyone's welcome to to have a conversation with me right on my right on my post um say hello uh we have to be welcoming mm -hmm. we can't just be you know like oh these these people are weird yes we are weird but we love welcoming <laughs> new people <laughs> you're a bitcoin that dinosaur bitcoin. exactly <laughs> I honestly feel like the Bitcoin people have been some of the most amazing people I've met in my in my whole entire life. Um, it's just a very weird, a very weird connection. And when we feel like we're fighting together, we're on this fight for freedom. You start to to build like that sisterhood, brotherhood, whatever you want to call it. And it doesn't matter. Some of these people, you don't even know what they look like. And you start mm -hmm. to develop <laughs> relationships with them that are that start to become very meaningful to you. So the important thing is just standing behind something that you believe in, that you believe is going to make an excellent change in the world. And everyone's welcome to come and join that movement. That's super important. Well, I think it's so great that you're a part of that movement and that you put yourself out there. Oh, thank you. um, you're, you're really kind of leading the way. You're putting your 
your voice and your passion behind what you believe in. And that's, that's important to do that. And to see a woman doing that means a lot to me in the space, because I do appreciate seeing and, and hearing from more women, which is why I've started this podcast. So I could that's amazing. speak to yeah. more women about it. So um, I love it. So thank you for the work that yeah, you're doing. It's really cool. And I'm excited to see course, what you have coming well. up this year, you know, with um, 2021 and 2022 with, um, with your future social media endeavors. Is there anything special you want to share with anybody about what you kind of have planned or what you're looking I know you said the conference that's probably a big deal right now because that's only a few weeks away yeah. so that's probably that's consuming your I, energy that's all I think about <laughs> um honestly I'm just I, I keep telling everyone I I'm so I feel like I'm still such a baby in the space there's still so much to learn um there's no way that it's like oh I'm an expert when I just started like six months ago, there's always something to learn, whether it's mm -hmm. in Bitcoin or anything else in life. I'm just excited to continue creating these relationships with people all over the world. And these types of people and relationships are kind of what get your brain also going into like, huh, what else can I do? What else can I do to make an impact? What else can I do to help? Um, who can I connect with um, so that I can start this project? Um, and I think that's the most beautiful thing about social media, the way that it connects people. And that if, you're, if your heart's in the right place, your mind's on the right place, your focus is on the right place, you really can make an impact. Um, and so that's what I want to continue to push, especially this year, next year, for, for years to come, yeah. <laughs> as long as I'm on social media. <laughs> well, where can people find you? Because they're obviously going to want to follow you and understand more of what you're doing. And um and anything you want to share about how people can connect with you? Yeah, so all of my social media handles are the same. Uh, Camilla Campton, uh, that's Twitter. You can find me on Instagram, on TikTok. Um, you can even join our live shows on Swan Signal Live and start commenting. There's a lot of people that interact with us uh, there as well. Um, and what was your last question? I'm sorry. Just where can people find you? What other projects are out there within Swan too that, that people might want to know about? Yeah, so obviously, like I said, if you see us uh, at the conference, come say hi. Um, for anyone, this is something I want to say. For anyone that's looking to get into the space or try to find a job in the space, the first thing you have to do is put yourself out there because you never know who's watching and you never know who what company will say I align with this person I want to I want to bring them into into my team. Um, that's the best resume that you can put out there just be yourself show that you're trying to contribute into the space try to build community start conversations and people will notice that. It's insane because that's what happened to me. I never, <laughs> I never expected to get a job just by putting myself out there. I wasn't looking for any job, but it came to me. So if it, it happens to me, it can happen with everyone. I just encourage everyone to start speaking um, and start putting themselves out there. Everyone can be a contribution. Every single human that contributes is like adding a piece of love and knowledge into a project that we all stand behind. And I think that's super, super powerful. No, oh, very well said. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you for sharing your journey today and your thoughts and all your energy. Um, and I look forward to meeting you in person. Yes. 
and talking to you some more and seeing what all the fun that you have going on in, in your career journey too. So thank you so much. I absolutely love this. This was great. As the first female that interviews me in the podcast. It's like, I feel so good. (laughs) Oh, great. I'm glad we found each other then. It was meant to be. Yes, me too. All right. Well, it's so great seeing you, Camilla, and I will be looking forward to hearing more from you in the future. So have a beautiful Bitcoin day. You as well. Thank Thank you you so much. Well, hopefully you got a feel for the energy that Camilla is bringing to the Bitcoin scene. And I echo her sentiments that it is so important to put yourself out there and to be part of the conversation. So with that in mind, I encourage any of you out there who want to be more part of the conversation to reach out to me on Twitter at wise underscore wake or at my website alongcamebitcoin.com. I would love to speak to more women in the space and learn about your experiences and what you're working on. And to connect with Camilla, I'll put her Twitter link in the show notes so you can follow her on Twitter as well as links to Swan where she is currently working. And as a special little treat, uh, for those of you who are looking to stack some sets as they say, I have a link in the show notes as well as on my website for Swan that can get you a promo code to get a $10 incentive for starting to stack your sets with a long came Bitcoin link. So with all that, I wish you a beautiful day and I look forward to talking to more women in the space in the future.